Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Self Carve, a podcast all about self love and success. I'm your host, Ivana Ritchie, and I'm here because I want you to have it all. I don't want you to settle for less. I want you to carve yourself and create the life of your dreams. And because of this, not only will I be sharing my knowledge with you, but I'll be inviting some amazing women who are all highly successful and they will be sharing their stories with you as well. A woman who's self-carved knows that there is nothing she can do to change her past, but that she has all the power and all the magic to create the best version of herself and attract anything that she desires from a man to money to whatever, right? So I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. another episode of self Carved. I am writing solo this week. <laughs> it's so exciting to be here. I have, uh, I hope it's a powerful message for you today. I will be talking about the, um, the power that you have within, but you can't really always see, you can't always feel it because of self-doubt. So I'll be sharing with you part of my story where I really had to work work through this in order for me to be able to become a published author, in order for me to be able to create the things that I am creating and continue to create for my clients, in order for me to allow myself <laughs> to put myself out there and really dive into opportunities that I am given over and over again. And I'm going to be sharing with you what kind of work is it that I'm doing in order to be able to do that and what it is that you need to unlock within so you can overcome your self-doubt so you can actually live out your true potential so you can fully embrace what the universe, what God has for you and live a a fulfilled life, right? So you're not living... Uh, in your parents' footsteps, so you're not living in somebody else's footsteps, so you're not comparing yourself to everyone else, and you're actually finding comfort within, that you're actually seeing the beauty in the things that you're able to come up with, the things that you're able to create, right? So I'm going to take you on this journey. <laughs> I truly hope that you enjoy it, and at the end, if you continue to listen all the way through the end, I'll share with you an amazing opportunity I have right now that is aligned with you based on based on where you are in your life right now. I would invite you to jump on board, but, but I'll share that at the end. But first, I want to dive right into talking about self-doubt. Okay, so I always like to compare any type of phrases, any type of words that are not always clear to everyone. I like to compare it with putting you, right? I want you to visualize that you are with someone else right now. And while you are with that person, that person hurts you, right? That person hurts you. And now going forward, you are doubting what this person is saying to you. You are doubting their intentions, you are, you're possibly doubting the whole relationship, right? And you are always going to have it in the back of your mind 
we may not ever be able to trust this person again, right? So it's a little easier when we look at it that way, but let's put it in our own lap, right? In our own world, if we are alone, if we're single, or if we're simply stepping away from this relationship, even though we are in a committed relationship or married. So when you are doubting, when we are doubting ourselves, we are literally saying, I don't know if I can trust myself, okay? I don't know if I can trust my abilities. I don't know if I'm good enough, whatever good enough is, right? I don't know if I can do it. And if I do it, what would it turn out like? What would it be like? What will people say? What will people do? What will people think, right? So when you are doubting yourself, you're kind of in between. And this is, you know, when Brian Tracy says your comfort zone is your danger zone, this is what I teach is the most dangerous zone. When you are in between, right? When you, when you know that there are two different options and you're not doing anything, you're just staying right in between, right? Inaction is action too. So when we're not acting and aligned with our desires, with our uh, wants, <laughs> with what fulfills us, with what fires us up, what gives us fuel, what is passionate to us, right? When we, we, when we don't act in alignment with that, it's a very, very dangerous place to be in because this is where you become stagnant. All right, so you want to be able to recognize, first of all, are you doubting yourself? All right, and then you want to be able to recognize why. So yes, I'm doubting myself. Myself, it could be to be that you're doubting your, your existence, <laughs> who you are, right? What you're capable of, what you can possibly accomplish in the future. So it can be about you, who you are as a person. It can be about your current skills. It can be about your talents or just your potential, right? You can doubt anything about yourself or what you can do, right? So you want to be very specific or make it as specific as possible to see, okay, yes, I am doubting myself as a person because I speak negatively to myself. I tell myself that nobody's going to want to be with me. Or I doubt myself when it comes to my marriage because I never think that what I do is good enough. And not only that, what is worse than that? I doubt that who I am is not enough for my partner, right? And it, it's so much more painful to, to make it a reality that who you are is not good enough more so than what you do right and this is why when people separate or when they get a divorce what is the first thing they're talking about right they're talking about how how they didn't work out because this person that they were married to or that or that they were in a relationship with was so this was totally not sharing your dreams or was disrespectful or was this or was that so we come up with all these different reasons for why that person did not work for us or we would say what well, did it work because 
I wanted to make more money and he didn't or she didn't or it didn't work because I wanted to travel or he or she didn't. And you know, while all those different factors play a role, many times this is what we are saying because deep down we are thinking that it could be a possibility that this person left us, right? And especially if this is a case where someone is getting cheated on, right? There is infidelity involved. Somebody leaves you, leaves you for another person. We are really focused on the person that left us and the, the person they are committing the uh, affair with, right? And then we're coming up with all these evil words about them because we are protecting ourselves because we feel that in this place, in this situation, we have to do that. And we have to say it's something about them or that's something that they didn't appreciate that we did, right? I, I, I gave him everything or I gave her everything and I did everything I could. I took care of the kids. I worked full time or whatever it may be, right? But in the midst of this, we are not fully admitting to ourselves that we're actually doubting ourselves. Why? Because we're thinking that what if, what if, what if we're possible that they actually left us because of who we are? Hmm. Deep, right? So what if we were actually left and cheated on because of who we are and not because of what we did or what we did not do. It's a lot more painful, right? It's a lot more painful to look at it that way. And that's why that's not what we're hearing so much when, when there's talk and there's, there are conversations around infidelity and cheating. We're just talking about like the action. We're talking about what went wrong, right? What went wrong with, raising the children or went wrong with the finances or what went wrong with the dreams or enough time, not spending enough time with each other, right? We're talking around all that, but we never really put enough time to talk, talk about the fact that what if both partners or one of the partners lack self-belief to the extent that their whole existence is centered around survival and fear, which is one of the survival mechanisms we have. Um, protection, right? Jumping to our defense and always doing what's protecting us, what's best for us, operating at a very low frequency, at a very low level, because we are afraid to get hurt. And not only that, we don't think that we're gonna be a good enough partner or a spouse, we are not trusting our partner or our spouse because we play all these different scenarios in our heads that they could, they could hurt us, right? Your partner or your spouse could hurt you. So when we're operating from this level, then who we are being can really push away our partner, our significant other, right? And then that actually is the trigger to the other person that makes this person turn to someone else. And we know this to be true because eventually we'll sit and have time with ourselves because 
at the end of the day, you don't want to continue to have failed relationships or failed marriages. And we get to the point where not only do we see what happened, but we start to blame ourselves. And because we think this is what was true, we make it even worse for ourselves and to ourselves. Now we believe that we're not capable of love or that nobody's ever going to love us again because this person left me and I did everything I could. So it's really important to understand, and this is where my husband and I work with couples um, to get them to understand that in the relationship, in the marriage, it's not so much about what you're doing, it's about who you're being right and the energy that you bring about and what kind of environment you're cultivating in your relationship in your marriage and in your family too right if you have children what is the environment that you're cultivating instead of focusing on how much can i do of this how can i do that you know this is why it's really difficult for a lot of men who've been taught to work so hard and they do everything to provide for their families and then they grow apart from their partner or their wife and they don't know what went wrong. They did everything in their power to show love the way that they had been taught, the way that they had perceived that this is the way that you're supposed to take care of your family. But then there are different, um, there are different perceptions, right? So the woman needed this man to be more present, to be more home, to, to have quality time with, to be himself, right? <laughs> like the, the, the vulnerable self, not the hardworking self. So I'm taking you on this journey to really make you realize that the same way as you want to focus on being the best version of yourself and being present and focus on how you're feeling and who you are being and what state you are operating from in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, or even uh, in your family relationships with friends, with colleagues, right? It's the same thing <laughs> when you are with yourself. All right. I always compare it this way because people have a tendency to make such huge separation between a romantic relationship, a friendship, and just your personal relationship with yourself. The relationship that you have with yourself determines the quality of your life, period, point blank. The way that you want to feel, you have to work on creating an environment for yourself, which the environment for you is going to make, you have to make sure that you are around the right people or that you are saying no, that you're taking time for yourself. Also working on your self-talk, working on recognizing your thoughts, right? You're cultivating a healthy environment for that. You want to treat yourself the way you want to be treated by other people. So then when you are around people, you know what to allow, what not to allow, what to say no to, what to not say no to, right? What to say yes to. It's going to be way more easier <laughs> to attract the right person for you because your energy is going to be completely different. This is something a lot of people say that has nothing to do with who they attract. Everything that we attract into our lives is simply a reflection. We are mirroring who we are, how we're feeling, how we are acting, right? And we don't see it. We don't think this is what we are mirroring because what 95% of our actions, thoughts, and emotions are coming from our subconscious mind. So if it's in our subconscious, of course we can't see it. So understanding this, it really takes me to the point where I really want to make it clear that if you are 
operating from a state of fear, a sense of fear, a sense of survival. Oh, how can I make sure that I'm taken care of? Not, all, not only will it come off selfish, but it will ruin your relationship. And it's the same thing with the relationship with yourself. If you're only trying to survive, you're not going to allow yourself to be creative because you can't be creative and afraid at the same time. If you're constantly worried, this is also the lower frequency. This is another stage or state that you don't want to be in. This is a type of emotion that you're experiencing. These are low level emotions, right? If you're worried or if you're stressed, these are all in the same category and you're living your life this way. You're not able to feel these emotions at the same time as you are being the best version of yourself. And it goes back to who you are being, how you are feeling. So you can't operate from this state of survival. This is the lower, the, the lower end to operate from, right? If you're operating from there, you're not going to be able to create the type of life you are desiring. So you just heard an ambulance, right? It's crazy. It came at the right time. And I'm not going to remove it. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I realize this is the universe is God's way of saying, hey, yes, it's so critical to operate from that state, to operate from the state of survival. When you're operating from the state of survival, you're constantly going to be calling the ambulance to come and rescue you. Hmm. Right? If you're... If you're operating from a state of survival, that makes you really a subject to get more hurt, a subject to needing confirmation and help from other people, right? And even though you think you may be protecting yourself by not telling other people what is going on with you, eventually you will have to get some help because you've gotten to a point where you no longer can function. You've gotten to the the stage where you are so depressed or so anxious that you're going to need mental health help, right? You're going to need that. So the more that we're operating from a state of survival, the more we're calling the ambulance in. And not only in terms of that now people have to come and help us, we're also going to develop physical problems. Physical symptoms are going to come up. You're going to start having headaches. Um, your stomach is going to be hurting, right? Your, just your overall blood pressure is going to be out of whack, right? Too high. Things are going to start changing in your body as a result of you being in the survival mode. Because in the survival mode, what happens? We shut down the growth hormones in our bodies and we're producing cortisol and adrenaline. Too much of that <laughs> it's not good because it shuts off the growth right so not only do we want to operate from a uh, from the love gratitude exciting and passionate mode type of <laughs> right we, we want to operate from the positive ones not only not not necessarily that they are positive and it's negative to negative to be worried it's just we have to take action when we are experiencing feelings as worry and stress and fear. They're not negative. They're just calling us to take action. 
right? We want to recognize them because when we're indulging in, the, in them, when we're staying there for too long, they make us sick. And it takes away from our creativity. It takes away from us being the best person that we can be, the best version of ourselves. And because people are not operating from where they should be operating from, in reality, what breaks up a lot, a lot of relationships is two people not being authentically them, right? So it's not even that you're breaking up because you don't get along, because your personalities don't get along, or because you have two completely different characters and all this extra stuff, right? It's because you are not yourself in the relationship. And why? Because you didn't really know yourself from the beginning, so you didn't know how to communicate it. So it's so important to take some time and be blunt with yourself, right? I keep saying it over and over again. Self-love is about having an honest, a reflective, an authentic, and actionable relationship with yourself. So you have to be honest with yourself. What level am I operating from, right? Am I operating to survive? Calling the ambulance in, right? Calling the medics into my life. <laughs> or am I operating from a state of joy, gratitude, love, excitement, passion, right? So if I am not doing that and I'm operating from a state of survival, that also means that I'm going to be constantly doubting myself, right? I'm going to be doubting myself, what I should say, what I should do, what I should think, how I should act, right? You're going to be doubting yourself because you're only looking to survive. You're only looking to protect yourself because of the way you've been programmed as a child, what you've been told growing up, and the stories you've been telling yourself, and the person that you've been shaped into, which is not really you, it's a result of your environment and the people that were around you growing up, right? So you want to be able to pick yourself apart, <laughs> basically. But until you can do that, you do have to recognize how by operating from a state of fear, resentment, hurt, worry, stress, is going to take away all the trust that you should have in yourself. You want to feel trusted on a daily basis, right? You want to feel like you have confidence in yourself. So self-doubt is the complete opposite. When you're doubting yourself, you're not allowing yourself to have confidence in yourself and take action or be who you want to be. Say what you want to say. Feel the way that you're desiring to feel because you always compare it with something else. So it's kind of being like in between, right? Living in between two different worlds. And you're staying in the middle, being frozen, paralyzing yourself, not taking action, not living out your true potential because you are fearful. Again, here it kicks in, the fear part. So you want to be able to sit down and recognize what are the key emotions that come up when you want to do something or you want to uh, allow yourself to grow, right? Or you want to go out on a date or... You want to put yourself out there for more opportunities. What are the initial emotions that you feel and what do you do about it? Do you allow those emotions to take over and determine your life? Or do you say, okay, so I feel fear right now and it's only because of this. You recognize it and then you still decide to take action if this is aligned with you. If this is what feels right in your soul, right? 
So it's so, so critical to get to the point where you do understand that the only reason why you're doubting yourself is because the way you've been programmed, right? The way your subconscious mind is working. But not only that, you're every day you're operating from a state of surviving, right? From that platform, that's where you are operating from. And when you're operating from that platform, you are getting the lower, lower end emotions, so to speak, the ones that don't make you feel empowered. And when you don't feel empowered, you're not going to be able to be courageous. You're not going to be able to push yourself further. You're not going to be willing to allow people to come into your life, to blow your mind and to show you what's possible, to encourage you, to inspire you, right? Because you're keeping yourself in your little bubble, right? You, you feel comfortable being in between, living in between, not taking up too much space, not sharing about your life, not sharing a message with the world, right? This is where you feel comfortable. But that's no, that's no life to live. And I used to live that way before. I used to keep myself in the background. And even when I would act, right? Let's say I would act. I would still doubt myself while I was acting, like while I was taking action. And that just crippled me so much because uh, I did not have my own back when I was performing. And then I knew I was going to not perform to, to the standard I was expected to. I knew it. Because I already told me, told myself in my brain, in my head. And I had visualized it first, right? So then when it, when it did happen the way I had visualized it and the way I had told myself, then what? <laughs> then I had to punish myself even more because I did not do what I was supposed to do. But I did what I was expected to do, right, for myself. But what other people wanted me to do or expected me to do, I could never do that because I was being my own worst critic. And this takes me to what I really wanted to share with you is that it, when we are breaking free from all these strongholds that we have, right, or that people have over us, something in us is like boiling, right? Like you are, like something is boiling feels like hot water, it can feel like fire, it can feel like a like a tingling feeling, right? Something is boiling and saying, I need to come out. This is what I hear from a lot of my clients. This is what it was for me. Then when I realized what I was doing to myself, I felt like I had to share that with the world, right? And hence this podcast too. And the women that I'm bringing on, I want you to hear and, and experience their stories and utilize what they're sharing with you so you can learn from other people, right? Smart people learn from other people, <laughs> but dumb people learn from their own mistakes, right? <laughs> but being uh, learning from your own mistakes is um, something that we need to do many times, unfortunately, because we don't allow ourselves to learn from other people. So... When we do allow ourselves to learn from other people, the, there are less hurts, there are less heartbreaks, and there are less um, personal attacks towards ourselves, onto ourselves, right? So I, I'm wanting you to recognize that if you are at a point where you have recognized what you have been doing to yourself and you have started coming out of that, that there may be, not there may be, but there are so many people who are there right now, who need your message, who need your inspiration. 
who need your guidance, right? Who need your compassion and the way that you are able to paint a picture to show a way is going to be completely different than is than 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 my way of doing things, right? So what is it that you have lived through, that you have experienced, or that you have accomplished that is so powerful that you feel like now you have confidence to do this? What is that? And if you've been able to identify that, for me, it was my ability to learn to love myself and the way I was able to do that. And the big part of it was to transform my negative self-talk. So what did I do? So I wrote a workbook, How to Overcome Negative Self-Talk. It became a full self-talk academy that my husband and I are running now. I also wrote a self-love healing journal. And I have written four other publications too. And created so many coaching programs in the process. Have I had self-doubt? And do I have self-doubt? Yes, I do. But I can never live in between. I know what living in between feels like. I know this is the, the platform, the, the, the stage and the state and the mode of surviving. I never wanna just be a survivor again. I wanna be able to live and I wanna be able to thrive in this life, right? So for me, yes, the self-doubt creeps in because I still have to do healing work. All of us have to continue to heal throughout our whole lives. There are little voices in our heads that creep in, creep, they creep up sometimes that are actually from the past. And in reality, just check, checking in with us to make sure that we're taking care of our inner child and that we're continuing to heal, right? So when the self-doubt creeps in, so when I first published my self-love healing journal, the first thoughts that came were, okay, so who's going to buy it? And then how is it really going to help that person? How much is it going to help that person? Is it good enough, right? <laughs> the same way. So I'm approaching my creation the same way that I would originally approach myself. Who's going to like me? Am I good enough? And what kind of value will I be bringing to this person, right? So the best way to go about it is to work on changing how you feel about yourself. Because when we do change how we feel about ourselves, we also change the vibration and the energy that we put into our products, our creations, and the things that become tangible, such as a book, a workbook, affirmation cards, uh, what else? There's so many things, CDs, um, paintings. There's so many things that we can create, right? We want to be able to, to use our, <laughs> to tap into our actual soul, because our soul is not afraid, it's not fearful, it's not worried, it's not stressed. So when we're operating on a soul level, we're able to create some magical things, right? <laughs> and I'm sure you can relate. When was a time, think back on your life, when was a time that you fully operated without any fear, that you just had a lot of joy, compassion, excitement, and happiness. You were feeling love. You were, you were really, you were ready to expand that vibrational frequency and you just felt like how it was coming right back at you right and that explains what i was talking about earlier that we are always mirroring back who we are and what we're feeling so with that being said and for me kind of um sharing with you 
the importance of never staying in between taking action and not taking action, not staying in between. Should I feel better about myself or should I continue to feel worse about myself? You always want to take action. So when it comes to how you feel about yourself, there's a lot of things you can do too. But if you are at a point where you feel like you're in between, you know you have a freaking powerful message to share with the world, right? You have a story and there's a message in that story that you know if it gets out there, it's going to transform someone's life, right? This could be the difference between somebody staying at their job or opening up their own business. This could be the difference between someone uh, continuing to live or choosing to take their life, right? God forbid. This could be the difference between someone saying yes or walking away from saying yes to a marriage proposal or someone walking away from a toxic relationship, toxic marriage. This could be the difference between someone understanding what maybe knowing certain business um, principles would actually change the whole way that they do business. What is it that you have accomplished? What is it that you have experienced? What is it that you have mastered? What is it that you have learned? Either about life in general or about your life. What is it? What are some key lessons? And are you able? Yes, you're able, but are you willing to share these lessons with the world? Are you willing to put yourself at a higher frequency where you are creating to create something that is gonna inspire someone to do the same with their life? If this is you, I would love to invite you to join me for my um, three month author course where I help you publish your journal, right? your autobiography if you want to write about your life and help someone that way, or a self-help book, anything that you have experienced, learned, that you want to share with the world. Join me in my three-month course. We start July 22nd, 2019. There will be another round. So if you are listening to this after this program starts, this course starts, that's fine. You can just reach out to me and ask when the next round starts. But I really wanted to take this time and show you that it's often your self-doubt that keeps you away from creating, being the best version of yourself and expanding your truth, expanding your knowledge, expanding your compassion throughout the world because in survival mode, it's all about you. When you get out of that, hmm, now it's when the magic happens. Now it gets really beautiful. You're able to impact more people. You're able to influence and help a lot more people because you're not afraid anymore. And when you're not afraid, you're able to create and it flows naturally, right? It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful state to operate from. It's truly, truly beautiful. And you're able to create something that is with you for the rest of your life. And it creates more opportunities that stretches you, that makes you decide whether or not you're going to continue to grow, right? It's a reason why only 97%, not only 97, but it's a reason why only 3% of people who are actually writing their books, only 3% publish their books. Is it good enough, right? Who is this going to help? Is it even going to help anyone? What if I don't make any money, right? So we stay, we're still taking action because we are doing something else instead of publishing it because we have this fear that it's not going to be good enough because in reality we're having the fear that we are not good enough. So 
if I'm not good enough, <laughs> if I'm not good enough, then nothing that I create will be good enough, right? So you really want to check in with yourself and see if the reason why you are not creating things that you should be creating or want to create, if that is directly in correlation with why, with you not loving yourself, with you not trusting yourself, and with you doubting yourself. We can't trust someone else until we love. We can't trust someone else until we trust ourselves the same way as we can't love someone else until we love ourselves so if you want to be able to flourish in life if you want to have beautiful relationships if you want to be able to publish your book right you need to develop a relationship a relationship with yourself when you feel empowered when you feel inspired when you love yourself now you just want to expand that out to the world now you're thinking okay what is the next thing i can create what is the next thing i can do to help the next person because I'm excited. I know I can help. I'm not focused on myself. I'm not just simply surviving. I'm thriving and I'm ready to get this out, right? What is that in your life? That's what I wanted to share with you. Like I said, if you're interested, if you want to publish your book, your first book, I'll help you from start to finish to publish it. We'll do it within those three months. I'll help you to create a beautiful cover. I'll help you with the formatting, the fonts, all of it, how to structure the book how to how to how to do all of it how to um, upload your manuscript how to pre-launch it if you want to start selling beforehand right there are so many things that we're going to be doing so let me know if you want to if you want to join the course you can just shoot me an email at hello at ivanarichie.com or you can send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. It's Ivana Richie everywhere. Ivana, the American pronunciation, that's easier. So Ivana Richie, you can find me and contact me. So either way, I wanted you to take a lot of value from this episode. I hope it was helpful. It's really been on my heart because self-doubt was something that crippled me for so long. Even if I would take action, it would still keep me in the bondage, right? Of thinking that it's not going to be good enough and something's going to happen or I'm going to screw up or whatever it may be. And this is what keeps us from creating, from allowing ourselves to live our true potential because we are doubting our abilities, we're doubting our skills, and most importantly, we're doubting who we are. So everything around you is a reflection of you. If you don't have any books, any CDs, any workbooks, affirmation cards, anything like that created, many times it's because you don't trust yourself. The same way as you want a partner to show you through actions, right? <laughs> and the actions are going to show in many different ways that this partner loves you. Same thing you have to do for yourself. What are you creating around yourself? What kind of actions are you taking now when we're talking about it, right? If you want to talk about it, that actions speak louder than words, right? I feel like I'm going to go off now and preach, but <laughs> if we want to talk about actions speak, speak um, louder than words, what kind of actions are you living? What kind of actions are you applying? What kind of actions are you taking in your life to show to yourself that you are worthy that you love yourself, that you trust yourself, that you are able to accomplish whatever you accomplish, what kind of relationship are you building with yourself to show that actions speak louder than words, right? This is what you want from someone else. 
So what are you doing for yourself, right? What type of what type of environments are you cultivating, right? Are you cultivating an environment of fear, stress, and worry? Are you or are you cultivating an environment that is allowing you to feel more compassionate, more loved, more trusting, more empowered, more inspired, more happy? What is that? That's what I want you to to think about. So I truly hope that you enjoyed this episode. It makes me so happy to come on and share with you. As long as it can impact one person, then I know it did its thing. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and please leave a review if you are enjoying this podcast. If you have any special requests for upcoming episodes, let me know and I'll be happy to consider it. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.